welcome back to the Rise and Align podcast where we talk about all things high vibrational. We are your hosts. My name is Haley. And my name is Demi. And today we are talking about polarity or duality or the yin-yang concept. And the law of polarity states that there is and must be an equal and opposite end to absolutely everything in our physical reality in order for it to exist within the physical reality. And it also states that it is necessary for balance within our universe. So we just kind of wanted to talk about how we do need both and how if God creates all that is, uh, that means that God creates both opposite aspects of absolutely everything. And there is a different perspective to absolutely everything, Mm -hmm. which is just so much fun to explore and to learn how to balance those within ourselves. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it is a universal law. So it's a really important concept, I think, for us to discuss. And it can be used to your advantage. You know, when you're familiar with the universal laws, you are able to manipulate energy or use these concepts to create the life of your dreams. You can use it to manifest. You can use it uh, in a more um, everyday aspect in your life as well. If you Once you start to learn these and apply them to your life, it can be very beneficial. I like to think of the law of polarity as two sides of the same coin. You can't have one without the other. The the opposite always exists. There is no way one could exist without the other. And if you -hmm. you really think about that, there is truly an opposite to everything. And obviously some common ones, light and dark, sun and moon, yes and no, there's always an opposite to everything. And when you really grasp that, you know, and you find yourself in these darker moments or these more shadow moments, know that there is always an opposite to that um, in maybe the more lighter aspect uh, that you can tap into because if you can access one, you can always access the other. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And as we always talk about, you know, how you feel within always reflects in your external world. So <laughs> when you learn how to balance those energies within you, then you start to see your entire life becomes really balanced. And uh, that just feels wonderful. And I want to share this exercise that I learned through Bob Proctor. He said that because there is a different there are multiple and opposite perspectives to everything that also works with our thoughts and beliefs. So if you catch yourself believing something that is negative, like say that you're worried that you're not going to get your the job that you want, you'll write that. You'll you'll write down all of the emotions that you have about it. Like I'm not good enough for this job and I'm, I'm so fearful that I won't get it and that someone else is better than me or whatever, right? And then you write the opposite to that. I am so sure that I am more than worthy of this job and I am convinced that I will absolutely get it because I am the best possible person for this position. And you can use that with absolutely anything in your life, you know, whether it's you're feeling badly about yourself or a relationship or a job or literally anything. There's an opposite perspective to everything. And when you use that concept you want to like rip apart or burn the first one that's not serving you and like not helping you to manifest what you want and then you want to embody the emotions that you mention in the second one in the opposite perspective and when you start to do that then you create that in your life it is so useful and yet so logical Mm -hmm. yeah it's like uh when you're doing that you're also using the law of attraction because when you're 
allowing yourself to tap into that opposite perspective and you begin to feel what that's like, then you will attract that into your reality. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Most people who get into spirituality and you know start to work on self-development I think they often hold a perspective that they need to be healed or they need to be good enough or they need to be different or they need to be only positive all the time Um, and it can become like toxic positivity and in order for anyone to exist, we must have that balance within us. So I think that these concepts have helped me personally so much in accepting like the dark and light within me and rather than judging or shaming myself to embody that and, you know, use that to my benefit rather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's true unconditional love when you accept both sides, the shadow and the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like the darkness, it does have a value and purpose just as the, mm-hmm. the light does, you know. Uh, you know, shadows can be beautiful, that shadow aspect. You know, if you're thinking about like sadness, pain, grief, first of all, that's evidence of a well-lived life. Like you're really getting to experience this broad spectrum of emotions and you get to really even though it's hard Mm -hmm. you get to experience all of these things and uh, not only that but it it gives you the potential for the opposite and kind of teaches you what you do and don't like and teaches you how to utilize that to get more of what you do like out of life I feel Mm -hmm. like you know when you are going through contrast which I feel like contrast can be a version of duality like it's Mm -hmm. kind of how it would show up in your life uh or a way that we would refer to it like when you're experiencing contrast in your life and it might feel more negative uh in the end it is really helping you to value and appreciate when things are good Mm -hmm. and it's also things that you might take for granted otherwise I like to think of it when I'm really sick and like I can't breathe through my nose and you kind of take that for granted like just being able to breathe through your nose on a daily basis but if I haven't been sick I wouldn't have been reminded of like how good it feels to breathe in through your nose and be able to sleep at night I just feel like going through little things like that remind you to be grateful for the things that feel good to you or remind you to find gratitude for those things Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with that it does it does remind you to be grateful and they say that you cannot grieve if you haven't loved and that grief is an evidence of deep love and I believe that because there must be balance if you experience great heartbreak it means that you have the capacity to experience great love and I think that there is such thing as like emotional capacity where sometimes if people have been through more in their life, like more traumatic events, a lot of times just age and life will give you that kind of wisdom and ability to to deeply feel and to feel deeper and deeper, actually. Some people will, will cut off their emotions, right, for a time, but also some people realize that the love is worth the heartbreak and that you know, that's, that's kind of the point of physical reality is to be able to feel and to experience these sensations that I'm not sure that we get to experience in Mm non-physical. You know, it's such a blessing to feel and emotion is vibration. It's energy in motion, you know, and it is, it's such a blessing. 
and I do genuinely believe that it is worth it like love is the highest vibration I'm always saying that I genuinely believe that and I think in loving and opening yourself to another person and like taking them as part of you you always risk that heartbreak but so do we in in life and death and you realize that I, I believe life was most likely inevitable. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know that I, we could have avoided it. We're yeah. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And death is also inevitable, you know? And so it's like you get to make that choice whether you're going to live and you're going to take advantage of being in physical and feeling as much as you possibly can because it's a beautiful blessing or, you know, you kind of stop yourself from living while you're still alive mm-hmm. if you don't. Yeah. It's like living your fullest despite what could happen, like the mm-hmm. potential for loss or the potential for heartbreak or the potential for whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do it anyways. Mm-hmm. I think that really truly comes from these other polar opposites, which are faith and fear, you know, and living from a place of faith, knowing that, you know, anything could happen, anything is possible and death is inevitable you know but Mm -hmm. you still live from that place of of faith and love and you know I I like to try when I'm feeling like badly about something in my life to look at it from like God perspective which I genuinely think is an unconditionally loving perspective Mm -hmm. and when you do that it kind of takes away a lot of the fear and a lot of the judgment and shame and allows you to see that all of you is beautiful and it's all meant to be and yeah I think a lot of Mm -hmm. times I think all people probably have struggled with some sort of insecurity right and Mm -hmm. no one is quote-unquote perfect but we are all perfectly ourselves and we are all perfectly different Mm -hmm. and like that's actually our superpower you know yeah so it all depends on perspective whether Mm -hmm. you think that your difference is a beauty or you think it's a shame yeah I think it truly is a choice like you get to choose the perspective that you want to experience Mm -hmm. and maybe a lot of people don't realize that but you do get to it is a choice Mm -hmm. of how you see the world and which Mm -hmm. end of the spectrum you get to see Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so we did do an episode on masculine and feminine that's hugely like yin and yang energy as well and I've been kind of writing about like the different dual ends, I suppose, the different polar ends of a lot of different things. And I think we could talk forever about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also wrote polarity, duality, and yin-yang because they're all like really the same concept kind of. Mm-hmm. So polarity is having opposite poles or opposite contradictory tendencies or opinions or perspectives. And duality means being dual opposition contrast between two concepts or two aspects which I have to say too like some of my closest friends have really taught me unconditional love and it sounds silly but I'm like I think that with men a lot I had a tendency to pick out what I didn't want what I didn't like and not accept them because of their like quote-unquote flaws right Mm -hmm. but then with close friends I'll see them do the same thing that these men are doing and I'm like I love you anyway Mm -hmm. like you have a different perspective than me about this or that and maybe the same perspective as me on something else but I still love you and accept you regardless of your opinion or perspective on Mm -hmm. you know different things because 
you are different like everyone is different no one's going to agree with you on everything and that doesn't make them wrong Mm -hmm. it doesn't make them imperfect yeah and it doesn't make them unlovable either Mm -hmm. you can love people and still have those Mm -hmm. you know polar perspectives yeah um, which I think is such a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. and what's interesting is like those two opposing things bring balance like Mm -hmm. you need the two to have balance so if you Mm -hmm. think about that in like a relationship aspect like like your masculine and feminine obviously Mm -hmm. is something we've talked about but to have those two ends meet in the middle creates that balance so having some of that duality in a relationship I think creates balance instead of it all being on one end of a spectrum and then it would be off balance I completely agree I think it not only creates balance but creates magnetism too you know Mm -hmm. and and I think it's so obvious between men and women because like women are definitely more emotional you know I mean it shows on a physical level as well like with our hormones and stuff like we are Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just is what it is and we also create life right but then men are sometimes more logical and more mathematically minded you know and Mm -hmm. I think that you need both in a relationship like and I think that we can help each other and like open each other's perspectives more and like women can be so much more gentle and like mothering right and then men can also be like protective they can be more violent but it's like you kind of want them to be if if it comes down to like a situation Mm -hmm. where you need that protection yeah I'm not gonna do it Mm -hmm. you know but you need you need that so even though you're different than me like you we can help each other you Mm -hmm. know I can help show you the gentle side of life and Mm -hmm. you know tap into your emotions and like you can help me I don't know do yard work (laughs) no and at the most foundational level of like where we look at human society, men were hunters and women (laughs) were the gatherers Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of women don't want to go out and kill the animal and Mm -hmm. take, get it ready, prepare it, but they want to pick berries and frolic in the forest, but they're still like doing their part, but it's a different aspect. Like Mm -hmm. even at that most foundational level, Mm -hmm. that balance is there. Yeah, most definitely. And I think it's interesting in like dating world today and like a lot of what we see on the internet and stuff because I think so many women talk about wanting to go back to that where men are like protecting and providing and women are childbearing and you know like cooking and cleaning and doing at home tasks at their leisure because you know if you check out our feminine masculine um, episode you'll see you know kind of why that makes sense on a physical level and energetic level but uh, a lot of men who were raised more in their feminine and not so much in their healed masculine think that that means that it's an uneven balance that men are the ones giving all and that women are just taking but that's not it at all it's definitely an even balance it's definitely giving to each other and helping Mm -hmm. each other and loving each other deeply and unconditionally not for the purpose of I'll love you if you give me this or you'll Mm -hmm. love me if I give you this it's more just I love you so I am always giving to you and I'm always you know doing everything I can Mm -hmm. to show that to you Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important I also wrote a yin yang it says opposite interconnected Mm -hmm. forces which when you mentioned a coin it is one thing just like our like earth is is one 
whole thing, but there's got to be this balance within it and it's interconnected as well. And we all have that masculine and feminine within us. And it's so important to learn how to balance that because if you're off kilter, if you're way more in one than the other, it can create so much contrast in your life, especially if it's like unnatural for you to be in like say women who are in their masculine it can create so much contrast within your life and isolate you and make you have to to act from both a masculine and feminine place and it's like you're you're doing two roles at once and Mm -hmm. that can be just so extremely stressful Mm -hmm. whereas when you kind of balance those then you can attract that opposite energy into your life and not have to play both roles Mm -hmm. and then I found it really interesting when I was looking at yin and yang like the definition of it it said, and this is true on a scientific level as well, the universe creates itself out of a primary chaos of material energy, organized into the cycles of yin and yang formed into objects and lives. Mm-hmm. And like that can be simple or it can be so deep because mm-hmm. it goes down to like atoms and like electrons and protons mm-hmm. and it also goes to such a massive scale and it also is like good and bad and you mm-hmm. know life and death and light and dark up and down love and hate feminine masculine just a different way to say the law of polarity basically yep, yep. Mm-hmm. it is law <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's within absolutely everything Mm -hmm. i think that the balance between spiritual and physical reality is one of the most important that you could have balanced within you because it's fascinating i think that in order to have that you must be present in your physical reality Mm -hmm. and it's it's so it's like that grounding of the physical but also grounding in the spiritual knowing that you are safe and that you are connected to all that is while being in this physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like some ways that people practice spirituality is like the more meditation, the better and like meditate, 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 which I think meditation is so amazing and has a purpose, but it also takes you out of the physical aspect of life and you're not grounded you're just so embodied in the spiritual aspect that you're not in the physical whereas I think that you know there is such thing as too much meditation like you have to actually do things that allow you to embody more of that grounding earth energy in order for it to be more successful you will expand more if you are able to embody both of those Mm -hmm. I agree and I think that I've come to, and who knows, like no one really knows, right? But I've come to this concept that I believe that we are created perfectly imperfect and we're meant to embody who this person that you are, feel like feel that you are fully. And of course you want to expand, you know, in a positive direction. You want that soul growth, but you also don't want to do it by like shaming yourself and saying like, you're not good enough. And so you need to change or you're unhealed, you're broken. So you need to heal. It's more so you're so perfect. And I'm going to just love the positive aspects so much that those keep growing within your life and accept the perceived flaws within you as well. You know, if if we were all trying to be perfect, I think we'd all be miserable. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we're meant to like change who we are. I think we're meant to embody who we are. Yeah, absolutely. I mm-hmm. think that 
is where the magic lies. <laughs> and we're all different for a reason. We all have something different to offer. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think self-acceptance is really important for mm-hmm. sure. As we get older too, like it automatically comes a bit for us, like, cause we want to learn who we are and what we like. We just want to feel better really at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And I think that that feeling better comes in learning who you authentically are and learning to embody that and act out of that. And then that creates the most authentic version of your life. And so in doing that, you become like happier, you know, and even though of course contrast happens and of course you're not perfect and no one around you is, it is actually, (laughs) it all is, you know, and it makes it easier to go through that contrast when your life is that way. You know, Mm -hmm. when you create a life that resonates with you, it comes from a place of Mm self-acceptance, you know, and if you realize one day like, my passion is building air balloons and you follow that, then you end up attracting, you know, a wonderful job that you love into your life. You don't feel stressed out going to work. You attract people who you like, who have similar interests and, you know, who care about you and your well-being. And all of a sudden, like your entire life reflects that authentic version of yourself And if you're loving that version of yourself, then you're attracting love from others. And I think that in doing that, it allows you to see others in that same unconditional light where you're not like judging others and thinking like, oh, well, that person, you know, doesn't make as much money, so they're not as good or that person, you know, smokes vapes, so they're a bad person and I hate them like or I can't Mm -hmm. be around them or something. You're just thinking like oh, that person is amazing. Like they're passionate about what they do Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're fun and they're friendly and they're a good person and Mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to focus on. And it just brings so much love into every aspect of your life and doing that. Going back to the concept of like duality, you can always pick, you can always choose what you get to see Mm -hmm. from those people. Like you can choose to go down more of the lack or judgment mindset or you can choose to go down more of that like abundance unconditional loving Mm -hmm. aspect like you get to choose how you see that person because Mm -hmm. both exist within the person it exists Mm -hmm. in all of us we can Mm -hmm. see the opposite ends in everyone and it's always a choice like you get to choose where you put your focus absolutely and I think some people like I've talked about this right with people throughout life and some people will say well like what about criminals like what about people who murder other people like is there good within them And of course, you know, it can be argued, whatever, and there's a different perspective to everything. But I think that when you're coming from that unconditional perspective, you can often see like, well, I might understand how their subconscious was developed in like such a sick way that they're just so sad of a person, you know, and that doesn't make anything okay, but it allows you to see a different perspective. It allows you to not be full of hate, but be full of love, even though it's not like love for that person. It's like, I understand and accept all that is, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, I think it frees you of holding on to the heavy weight of hate. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this is also going to kind of play off something that you had said last week, which I don't remember the exact terms that you used, but even the concept of God and the devil, like mm-hmm. especially in organized religion, uh, you're trained to fear the devil and think the most absolute worst things, the worst case scenario, and God is unconditional love, all-knowing, and even God can look at the devil and 
have seen love for the devil Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like lucifer Mm -hmm. he was an angel a fallen angel yeah that god created yeah so i just think like even in that like god can see the good in the worst Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean that is truly unconditional love and i mean i know some people are going to hear that and be like what (laughs) but god does create all that is and that doesn't mean that you want evil or darkness but actually in focusing on on the good things within a quote-unquote bad person or the love within something awful you're actually expanding that vibration Mm -hmm. you're you're spreading more love because Mm -hmm. when you hold on to hate and judgment and shame and like these really bad emotions you're actually spreading that and it's funny because in physical like humans tend to do like the opposite because it's nature it's human nature for some reason that we want to like focus on that's bad and so I want to change that rather than focusing on what is good and I I've noticed this psychologically within people like my child and other relationships if you are always picking at someone and being like you shouldn't do that you're bad don't do that it doesn't help it do- it actually makes them feel worse about it like especially if it's a bad habit or something they won't change it but if you're like this is what you do good mm-hmm. like you're and, and you're giving them more positive feedback rather than like screaming at them or punishing them or shaming them they're actually so much more uh, it's so much more effective to give them that positive feedback and they're so much more productive when you are giving them that positive feedback rather than giving them negative feedback it's so Mm -hmm. much more effective Mm -hmm. Um, and it's the same with yourself when you're shaming yourself about something like oh I'm getting so much weight and I'm so mad at myself rather than I I want I love feeling healthy and energetic and I love feeling you know strong and thin or whatever you want to be it's much more inspiring to look at the benefit rather than the shaming side of it and that that works within Mm -hmm. relationships so much and yesterday it was funny I complimented a girl in a drive-thru and I I do that a lot I intentionally give compliments to like everyone and it was it was part of a lesson that I learned being a consultant through Proctor Gallagher and it was basically giving what you want to get back from the universe and it's not doing it for the purpose but it's just spreading that love vibration because there is no bad from that like it's good right mm-hmm. and so I'm always saying like oh I love this or I love that like oh you're pretty <laughs> what yeah I just I tell people and it's genuine I'm not saying it out of in genuineness at all it's I genuinely mean what I'm saying to them and they feel that and my son said do you always compliment people so that you get things cheaper mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like no um people don't give you things cheaper because you compliment them uh, but I just do it because I like to spread joy and you never know when someone is having a bad day or you know mm-hmm. not feeling so great and I myself have had people say nice things to me on days like that and it can change your day around mm-hmm. you know and I do genuinely believe that even though there is this yin and yang, you can choose that positive perspective. You can choose faith and love. You can choose to act and live in that. And it does create more of that within mm-hmm. your life. Another example of that for me is like you're driving somewhere, you're in a hurry and there's like maybe there's someone super slow in front of you or they're 
swerving, whatever you're getting all mad. You're like, I have, I have to be here this time. And like, (laughs) you can start to freak out and you can get mad and want to like lay on your horn, whatever you can, you can do that. Or you could think about maybe that person is having the worst day of their life. Maybe they just lost someone and they're driving to their funeral or something like you never know like what that person is going through so instead of freaking out and making their day 10 times worse just have patience and allow it to unfold how it's meant to because also everything happens in divine time Mm -hmm. but you can choose to you can choose how you're going to react in a situation and you know sometimes I'm driving and I'm having a bad day and someone's like pulling up super close to me and I'm like leave me alone like you know and so I can see it from I can see myself in both situations and like how I would want someone to react to me in that situation and how I should react to them in that situation like you get to you should always choose that kindness that Mm -hmm. patience the acceptance the love whatever it is like you can always Mm -hmm. choose that you can always choose that and I believe in you know, intentionally living a life of alignment and doing things that are going to keep you like calm and level-headed and feeling good, it's easier to make that decision. And it's easier to, when you do encounter contrast in your life, respond instead of react. Because reaction usually, it's so automatic and quickly and it often comes from negative emotion. Whereas when you're like living from a place of love and serenity, then you're acting out of that. And so even if somebody does something that might trigger you or frustrate you or whatever, you can respond. And like in driving, you know, sometimes people get crazy and they're acting out of anger and frustration and then they get in an accident. And it's like if you would have just stayed calm, like you probably could have passed them in two minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe you do pass them and then down the road something bad happens like maybe the reason that they're slowing you down is for your own good like when you live from that place of faith you trust the universe and everything does happen in divine time and I can tell you like owning my own business I'm very timely and I want to be on time and I respect people's time and I'm usually going to somebody's wedding so it's really important to be there on time and sometimes things will happen where you know, get stuck in traffic or something like that. And I might feel stressed for a second, but then I literally say to myself in divine time, in divine time. And they end up texting me like, oh, hey, I'm running 15 minutes late. Every single time that I've ever been late for something or if I'm coaching and I feel like I am just maybe not in the right mind space to do a call, I'm like secretly kind of hoping that maybe we can reschedule. They will text me and be like, hey, I need to reschedule every single time. Mm -hmm. Like everything does happen in divine time. And the more that you recognize that and live from that place of faith and calm, the more that you will see it reflected in your life. But Mm -hmm. I swear every time I'm late for something, so is the other person. Mm -hmm. It is always in divine time. Yeah, always. Mm -hmm. And I feel like being intentional with how you want to show up in the world is super important. And we've talked about so many practices and ways that we do that and how we want how to live out of alignment, which is similar. But using that as a way to like choose how you want to show up in the world, like set an intention for your day. And a lot of things that I do are more witchy focused, like stirring an intention in my coffee or having that intention in my mind's eye while I'm doing yoga. There's so many ways, but using that to help carry that intention throughout the day whether it be like just spreading kindness and then over time you're kind of also training yourself to 
have that be your automatic response to things as opposed to reacting in a more negative manner. Mm-hmm. I also think that like balance and moderation are so key in physical life. I'm looking at a lot of these things that I wrote down, right? Now, one of them is summer and winter. Mm-hmm. And we've done some uh, different episodes on spring and summer, and I'm sure we'll do one on fall. And we've talked too about how the contrast between those seasons makes you appreciate them more. Like in the summer, I'm not thinking I wish it was winter or fall. I'm thinking I love it when it's sunny and warm and green mm-hmm. and abundant and alive. Mm-hmm. And in the fall, I'm thinking I love it when it's cozy and cool and colorful and beautiful. And, you know, we're having bonfires and doing fall things and drinking hot drinks and in the winter time I'm thinking it, it is beautiful that these infinite sparkles are falling from the sky and that the ice is creating these beautiful natural sculptures and you know I'm, I'm thinking it's nice to be living slowly and and to be able to sit in the house and clean and get work done and not feel guilty that I'm missing the beautiful weather outside because it's too cold to go out there you know and there's <laughs> something beautiful about the contrast in everything and you know I wrote good and bad and future and past and I think the perfect balance to that is the present and Mm -hmm. I think the perfect balance to that is embodying both and Mm -hmm. you know sometimes I have a glass of alcohol and other times I'm drinking health supplements you know but it's balance and it's allowing and embodying both without that judgment and of course like appreciating what is good for you and what is now while it is now Mm -hmm. because we all know that it's going by quite quickly Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I think that is one of my favorite things to like embody the seasons of life or to live by the wheel of the years to really embody that season do all the things that encompass that season Mm -hmm. and enjoy it while it's there you know like with winter coming uh you know like I I do have some anxiety around that like I have a a little bit of like I don't want it to happen but I know that it always serves its purpose and it is a great time to slow down so it's really fun to allow yourself to like relax into the winter to slow down and to drink all your cozy drinks and eat your nourishing warm meals that you don't want to eat in the summer and go do all the winter activities that you can't do and have like and enjoy if you celebrate the holidays like Christmas like have that cozy Christmas like like do all the things put up lights make little crafts like embody that to its fullest Mm -hmm. but also especially in the winter for me I can find myself experiencing some of that contrast or some I can start to feel my focus shift a little bit more to that negative space because here it really is intense um our winters are so long and you can kind of start to maybe go to that more dark place like oh I can't do this anymore but if you do that's okay too because Mm -hmm. balance like we're not going to be happy all the time but when spring finally comes that anticipation And that excitement, once it finally comes, is like so blissful because you get to appreciate all those things that you had maybe missed during the winter. And this last winter really taught me that because for whatever reason, it felt really heavy for me. And when we reached spring, like I had never felt more blissful in my entire life. It was all encompassing. It was so beautiful and lovely. And it also taught me to really fully 
take in each and every season because that it does have its purpose too and it does teach you to appreciate all that is like mm-hmm. it really does yeah really truly all that is you know and i i think appreciating what is is such a huge key and it's funny because as you were saying that and you were like you know it was it was kind of a hard winter and that's okay I was actually looking at good and bad as these two polar ends right Mm -hmm. or happy and sad as these two polar ends and I thought right before you said that I thought to myself sometimes it kind of in a way feels good to feel sad (laughs) and Mm -hmm. that sounds kind of crazy but Mm -hmm. it's because it allows you to then feel happy if you just felt like one solid emotion all the time you wouldn't appreciate it if Mm -hmm. it were happy all the time you wouldn't appreciate it as much you wouldn't be able to reach higher levels of joy because you don't know the difference there isn't Mm -hmm. a difference right Mm -hmm. like Russ made that song it's just waves and like that's how life is and that's how it must be and I kind of see it in the way like the stock market usually is which is up and down but it's usually overall going in an upward trend but Mm -hmm. it has to be down to go up you Mm -hmm. know and it's the same with life like you have to feel the contrast in order to fully feel Mm -hmm. and like I think of listening to sad songs it can sometimes be therapeutic like it sometimes feels good to just cry your eyes out to your favorite song and like Mm -hmm. sing your favorite sad song because it's allowing you to not only fully embody that vibration but also to release it and also to prepare for the upward and you know death and rebirth like Mm -hmm. letting those things die which to let them die you have to release them you have to be mm-hmm. able to work through them mm-hmm. to release them and as a Scorpio I love transmutation and diving into the shadows like there can't be light without the darkness like mm-hmm. you have to be willing to accept it all and be a part of it all we were talking about toxic positivity if you are in that space like it feels good for a while mm-hmm. it feels really good but it there's a reason it's called toxic positivity because there can be too much there's mm-hmm. such thing as too much and you don't have that balance in your life to sustain it mm-hmm. anyways mm-hmm. you're not even allowing yourself to be human mm-hmm. and you have to you have to you have to you can't you can't stay on one polar end mm-hmm. it's not possible and it actually ends up stressing you out so badly that then the the opposite comes full on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I said this about something else, but the way, it's like the waves aren't, like, flooding the shores. It's not like a hurricane. When you're finding balance, like, the waves are just, like, nicely crashing mm-hmm. on the shore instead of, like, in tsunami so you're, you're level. You're building like... up a wall, <laughs> and then all of a sudden your wall breaks. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, and that's that's what happens when you are too focused on one aspect, one mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like... I've talked about this in an episode as well, but astrologically speaking, the stars also find balance with the polar opposites every single month. So there's the sun sign and then the full moon is always the opposing energy. The stars, the sky, the cosmos also find balance with opposing energies. It's not just earth. It extends it. That's why it's a universal law, Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. you know? So I think that that's really important too. And again, like the astrological signs teach us to find balance because it teaches us how to embody all of these different energies. And when the sun 
is in one energy and the full moon is in the opposing energy full moons are representing release or letting go so that opposing energy is usually it's bringing up the shadow aspects and the full moon is about releasing those things so the sun you're embodying the good aspects of that sign and then the full moon you're releasing the more shadow aspects of the opposing sign it's another way to teach you balance in life it's it's within everything like to the smallest and infinite biggest things that we can even imagine Mm -hmm. you know and and I I love that it's a law I also so I was writing down right these different polar things and I realized when I was writing them that I had a perspective on all of them. In my mind, one of them was good and one of them was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this is really interesting. And then there were a couple that I came across because after I started noticing that I was doing it, there were a couple I came across and I was like, huh, which one do I think is bad? Which one do I think is good? And why do I think that? You know. Mm-hmm. And I think that those things come based on like what you're taught growing up and the societal mm-hmm. like perspectives on things. Yeah. What's interesting about that is like the universe doesn't look at things as good Mm -mm. or bad Mm -hmm. it's just a vibration they're just opposite vibrations it's Mm -hmm. not like the universe prefers one over the other Mm -hmm. you just have to have both you have to have both Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so I thought it was funny you know like human perspectives and and that also you're talking about the sun and the moon so the moon is meant to represent subconscious and the sun to represent conscious. And I think that I see the subconscious as being more of a spiritual and the conscious as being more of a logical. You know, it, like it, it literally aligns with every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So embrace it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome it. Accept it. You know, it, and don't judge yourself for the shadows, mm-hmm. the, the, the bad, because there's no such thing as the bad. It's just opposing energies. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times, like, what we even perceive is the bad is just something that we learn from someone else. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily bad. It's just, like, what your mom taught you was bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? It, yeah. And and when something bad happens, you can use it to be, like, something that's equally the opposite is about to happen. Like, mm-hmm. something bad, but this means something just as good is going to happen next, mm-hmm. like... That, that's a potential because you experienced one. You can just assume that the opposite is coming and it will because you believe that it will. Yes. It, I honestly, I use that all the time and I do believe that more than anything. Anytime that anything like negative happens to me, I'm always like, I'm so excited. Something's good's coming, you know, and people are like, what? Like your car just broken. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> and then I also use it as like a moment to be like, you know what? I'm grateful that it's going to work out and that mm-hmm. I can fix whatever this problem is and that life is going to continue, you know, and, and then I'm even more grateful for the moments where everything is all good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. It allows you to really fully embody that. Whereas I think when you are imbalanced, you're often not appreciating when things are good or allowing yourself to feel when things are bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blocking emotion, which is, is holding you back from feeling deeply, which is a shame mm-hmm. because that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
So we are going to finish this episode by pulling a tarot card for you guys, as always, to see what the universe has to say about this topic. And we've pulled from this deck before. It is the Steampunk Tarot. So if you guys are on Spotify or YouTube, this is one of the cars, cards that came out. It's perfect, as always. So on this card, it literally has a yin and yang and a man and a woman. And same with, um, so I'm going to read out of this tarot book by Nikki J, Cards for Divination, Wisdom, and Self-Discovery. There's also a man and woman on here, if you can see the video right now. The two cups represent finding an equal partner, the other half of what you have been missing in your life. You can see the two figures presenting their cups to one another at an equal level, showing that they are sharing their feelings and forming a bond. It is thought of as the minor arcana version of the lovers and as such it shows the importance of balanced relationships this is perfect Mm -hmm. upright when drawn in a love reading the two of cups shows potential of new love of some kind or a marriage it is the alchemical energy of two people merging in an equal way a balance of power in a career reading it can show potential partnerships that will be mutually beneficial or at least a collaboration of some kind it is important to have your own cup filled so that you can come to any situation feeling full of love and confidence the reverse meaning which we pulled it up right is if the two cups is reversed then the balance in the relationship may be fractured you may be giving far more than you're receiving at this time It can also signify that you have lost your identity as an individual. Remember that you are individuals and you need to stand up in your own right. This could not be more perfect. I think it shows so many good points that we kind of talked about. One, that even though they are both presenting their full cups and their equal cups, that they're very different energies and they can help each other in different ways. And I think that the reverse version is showing you how important it is to embody who you authentically are. And I think a lot of times in relationships, whether they be platonic or romantic, people will take on the traits of other people and they will become more and more like them. And sometimes they will lose themselves in that if they do not love and accept themselves enough as they are. And it will take away the magnetism from within the relationship so it's so important to fill your cup first and to that's why they say you have to love yourself first before you can love someone else Mm -hmm. because I think that that comes from you have to be unconditionally accepting and loving of who you truly are in order to be unconditionally loving and accepting of someone else and you have to embody love in order to attract love and you know when you have that imbalance it shows up in the relationships within your life as well Mm -hmm. yes and we go into even more detail uh, on that in our love episode our unconditional love episode so please listen to that if that is something that you're wanting to hear more about because so important with that we will finish up today's episode thank you as always for joining us and for raising the frequency with us we appreciate and love each and every one of you and we will see you in the next episode bye